Welcome back to the AFC's podcast by NAFCO. Our Week 12 coverage begins with us talking about the week of what I call the Thanksgiving Flea Flickers. Our, our podcast today is sponsored by Dakota, the Dubois Area Council on the Arts, and uh, West PA Systems, your 21st century electrical contractor. So we have a lot going on, a lot of flea flickers this past week, but more importantly right now, the NFL is taking a couple days off. Paul, what's going on with that? Well, unlike two weeks ago on the Hail Mary, now we got flea flickers. So uh, I, I think you can take a, I don't know, a pill for that. But what's happening now is that the Pittsburgh Steelers are playing tomorrow night on a Wednesday. When's the last time you saw an NFL game on a Wednesday? Do you have the stat on that? 3.40 in the afternoon. What? 3.40 in the afternoon. Are you serious? Yep. It's on ESPN right now. Wow. Huh. Well, because Baltimore has ratings. That's terrible. That's a good matchup. I know. Well, no, it's not a good matchup. You got – there's no Lamar Jackson. Uh, You got 20 Baltimore players against the number one team in football who hasn't lost a game. That's not a matchup. Yeah, it looks like uh, there's been – it looks like three that I'm seeing uh, past NFL Wednesday games. The last one – September 22nd, 1948, that was the Los Angeles Rams against the Detroit Lions. And then there was one in uh, the Giants were playing the then Pittsburgh Pirates, they were called, not the baseball team. Uh, and that was October 3rd, 1934. And then there was the uh, the Giants again were playing the Rochester Jeffersons. In November 11th, 1925, and that's your history of Wednesday Which football the, games. The previous Buffalo Bills, I got you. Oh, is that what the Rochester Jeffersons were? Yes, they were, yeah. Good to know. See, this is why we got a set of heads on this podcast. Why we go deep. We go deep, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so, so they've called off. Monday night football, they're put playing it Wednesday, which is really the last day of the way the week runs in the NFL, uh, being that the next week always starts Thursday night. So well, 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 look what's happening. Um, I mean, it was supposed to be a Thanksgiving game, turned into a Sunday game, then to a Tuesday game. Now it's a Wednesday game, and Baltimore has to play Thursday night against the Cowboys. And then, and then, and then, yeah, Baltimore has to play Tuesday night against the Cowboys. Thursday, but yeah. Tuesday now. Oh, is it Tuesday? Oh, okay. December 8th, yeah. Okay. Wow. So they're going to play back-to-back? Yeah. Where they play? Yeah. No, 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 no. Next Tuesday, the 8th. Oh, Okay. They're gonna play Man, Wednesday night, then the following Tuesday, and then Pittsburgh now has to play five o'clock on Monday, December the seventh, which is next Monday. Uh, by the way, Perry mm-hmm. Edelman has COVID now. Just letting you know. He hasn't been playing on. He hasn't really played in like what, like three or four weeks. 
Well, he, he was ready to come out, and he's got COVID now. So, do you think the NFL is just trying to, I don't know, you know, sorry, dudes, you got COVID, we're still running. You think that should go, like, give another week break or postpone everything another week? Uh, well, that's a tough question. Like I said before, I thought, you know, or, or what? maybe we just put this all up in, in Disney World again, just like the NFL did. But you're dealing with hundred people. Yeah. Oh, versus like a set of so like twenty 30. people. Yeah, twenty yeah. or so. Yeah. Or it's a couple hundred people actually. It gets everything, the buses and all that kind of stuff, and yeah. So I, I don't, it's not possible, I don't think. But you know what? Hey, we got to week twelve. I mean, so far was not too bad, right? Do you, do you think that COVID is really having an impact on the outcome of the games? I mean, aren't the, aren't the best teams still winning? Well, here, here's this. What's more of an impact on the games? No preseason or COVID? I think at this point it's the COVID. Uh, because, like, when you have the Patriots missing eight players off their roster and then – yeah, sure, no preseason, but that excuse goes out the window to me after I'd say week four because that was there's your four games right there. Now you should be, you know, call week five, week one equivalent, and now you're back to where it should be. By now, those kind of kinks should be worked out. Um, but but do, you think, do you think that just the AFC East? I mean, I think the Bills would still be a better team than the Patriots this year. On paper. Because you're losing Tom Brady. I mean, yeah, I just think they lost. Um, and then Hightower being out. So, I mean, I still think Chung to the best teams in the AFC are lining up the way they should. I mean, the Dolphins are playing out of their mind right now. They're they're exceeding expectations. but And the Jets were going to stink no matter what. I don't think COVID had anything to do with how bad the Jets are. All right, guys. So- <laughs> Yeah, the COVID nor the preseason has anything to do with how bad the Jets are. Go on, Paul. Well, all right. Let's talk a little bit about the games, what happened. Uh, We know it's up in the air about COVID and where the games are and where they're going to fall. Apparently, us, the Miami Bills and New England, are not too affected by it except by schedule changes, right? No, I think New England's extremely affected by it more than the other teams in the AFC East. Well, I think I'm that they've since the beginning of the season now. I mean, you are still what you are since the beginning of the season. Since beginning of the season, yeah, uh, yeah, but there's been some major outages like Stephon Gilmore, like Cam Newton, things like that that have really, uh, you know, players that. And now you're saying uh, Edelman was ready to come back, and now he's he's gone for what maybe another two weeks you know so I, I i still think the patriots have been missing key players even on a roster that was already gutted i think they're still end up missing key players due to covid throughout the season on top of schedule changes well you know i mean i think we all are we have to share in that because the bills had no tight ends going into uh, kansas city their whole tight end room's gone then their whole uh, secondary is gone uh, for, uh, I don't know, the Arizona game. 
COVID. It, it just we're all taking swats at it, and I'm sure Miami's going to get their own swat coming up soon too. So I mean, every team's affected by it at some point in time in the season. I can I can accept that answer. Uh, yeah. Good, so, thing the Dolphins, good thing the Dolphins have two good quarterbacks. Yeah, you're right there. What's going on with that? They just keep flipping quarterbacks constantly lately, it sounds like. Cause, like I tune in thinking I'm going to see two, and then Fitz is on. Then I look it's and two. They have a sore thumb. He had a sore thumb hurt practice. Suppose. Tua? Yeah. Okay. But we have two more quarterbacks than the Broncos have. <laughs> I, I was telling Jeff uh, Perry that uh, two is sucking his thumb because he's so young and he looks it too. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's yeah, pretty anyway. good. All right. So what happened to New England? Um, you played the, the Chargers, right? No, no, you play the Chargers next week. But you next week, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, the the uh, Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals. Uh, in New England. Well, it was a tight one. And I even texted you guys during the game saying, like, this is a pretty interesting game. It was neck and neck the entire game. And then the Pats won the game as time expires with a Nick Folk field goal. That was great. That was a great ending. I don't I, I agree with the opinion that the Patriots had no business winning that game. I think it comes down to that. Kyler Murray, that team rests on Kyler Murray. He's their passing game and their running game. Uh, Drake can be – he has his good moments, but at the end of the day, Kyler Murray's their premier back, actually. Uh, and it shows when they won't run Kyler Murray because they're trying to not you know, injure his – I guess it was his his arm, his his left shoulder was messed up is what I'm to yeah. understand. So, uh, thank, you, thank you, Buffalo. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. I Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, Buffalo, he got messed up against Buffalo there. And then he uh, was not 100% playing in this game. And it showed, and uh, that's, I think, your biggest difference in why the Patriots came out with a win. Um, there was also just a couple flubs there. In and out, and I gotta say too, the announcing crew for the for Fox NFL did horrible with that game. Uh, uh, they were calling things second down when they're first down, third down when they're fourth down. Like they were having their downs all mixed up. When they went to the on-field reporter, the on-field reporter was like, "I don't know where the cameraman is." And then they were like, "Okay." And then they went back to the game, and then like a minute later, they're like, "Oh, I found the cameraman," and like it was a very uh, it just felt like there was like it was some amateur crew, like freshmen in college, were running the show there for Fox NFL coverage there. Um, so there's my critique on actually the actual broadcast was like very much like their D team or some. I don't I don't know if it was actually their D team or they just were hung over or what, but it was not good. Uh, uh-huh. Not good coverage of the game, but how it, be that as it may, it didn't affect really the play. But the uh, and overall um, this week that game itself did not have a lot of flea flicker trick play going on. It, it was a very much more fundamental ground kind of game there. And uh, Newton had a couple bad. It, he almost lost the game for the Patriots with throwing 
an interception that was just he's he's got these throws that are off target throughout this season that are just not correct. Last week, Paul, you were saying that that's probably a lot of it has to do with him not understanding the system yet, and I I can understand it, but like there was some fundamentally off throws like throwing inside on an out route and and thus it becoming an interception. It just did not. Um, did not compute with me with why an NFL-level veteran quarterback would be throwing the ball there when he did. Uh, nevertheless, the Patriots still pulled off the win, but my goodness, was it close. And I think it really comes down to, with the way the Cardinals team is this year, if Kyler Murray's not 100%, then that team is a lot more vulnerable. Isn't it? I mean, Cam threw 86 yards, two interceptions, and... 23.8% passer rating. Is that sustainable to win <laughs> any more games, really? No, it's not. It's just called Kyler Murray was just uh, off his game, too. And, and so you didn't have the offensive production from the other side of the field and the defense bailing out uh, the Patriots, you know, the going the other way. And then, like, they got lucky in a few spots. They, they just simply got lucky. Um, you know, a couple interceptions going their own way tip passes things like that that uh, you know i guess that it's sort of that this is why we still play the games you know this is why we don't just look at it on paper and declare who is the winner we actually have to play the game well you're three three games back from the division um if you win out i mean you still probably have a playoff spot so there's still hope for the new england patriots but you got what Pittsburgh left and who else? The Chargers. Yeah, they got they got Chargers, Rams, Dolphins, Bills, Jets. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Chargers, Rams. That's feasible. I, I they're not going to be easy wins. The only easy win I see here is the Jets, and even then, the Patriots managed to make that a field goals time expired win a couple, you know, three weeks ago. So you know, I don't have a whole lot of faith that they're necessarily even going to beat the Jets. Wow. All right, Jeff Rowe, tell me about the let Miami me, game. Perry, let me ask you. Uh, Matt Patricia got fired from the Lions. He did. I saw him on – he was playing on Thursday. He was uh, not playing, but coaching. Did Belichick bring him back? I don't know. Necessarily. I think that they're moving on to Steven Belichick. You know you know, they, they they pulled that crap in uh, Cleveland, uh, what, two years ago? The Patriots? Hey, coach got fired, and uh, then he went to Arizona. Yeah, and, and the Patriots did that with Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels left as offensive coordinator. He came – now he's long-term offensive coordinator again for the Patriots, but he was – had, what was it, two seasons, I think, he was the head coach for the Denver Broncos. Right. So um, this happens too, where a guy's just not built to be the head coach, but he's a great guy in it, within the Patriots organization as a uh, as a role coach. Um, but sure. I kind of think Bill's trying to pass the torch over to Steve Belichick right now, the outside linebacking coach. Uh, he uh, he's an interesting character. They like to show him on TV. I think a lot because he is a Belichick and he's got a mullet. And uh, I think the mullet does a lot for his image. But uh, he uh, he's the outside linebacker's coach, and I think they're looking to, to get him to be the defensive coordinator because they've actually called him the de facto defensive coordinator. Cool. 
They so, showed us that on TV about um, Belichick's assistant coaches who went on to be head coaches and, and what their winning percentage was. And it was like around 30% or something like that. It was ridiculous. And I was like, just because you coach an assistant coach on a good team doesn't mean you're going to go be a great coach in the NFL. Plus, they're getting teams that suck anyways. I mean, the Lions, we haven't done anything anyways. I'm going to make a prediction, guys. Um, New England still ends up with a 500 season just because of Belichick. Yeah, it could be. I I can see that happening here. I mean, they're they're, they're five and six now. I mean, they're one game off of that. They just have to win one more and they lose out of Chargers, Rams, Dolphins, Bills, Jets. They'll probably get that one out of the Bills. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Cam plays, I swear to God. <laughs> Instead of oh. Oprah's husband. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. I forgot about that one with the Stidham thing. Well, name the most recent assistant coach from Belichick who's now a uh, head coach. Patricia, who's now gone. I thought that's the case. No. Bruce how Arians. Joe, how about Joe Judge from the Giants? Bruce Arians. Bruce, Pittsburgh, I thought. Okay. No, he came out of New England. Oh, geez. That's I Miami. That. Yeah. And it's probably because I was just so friggin' too wet behind the ears. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, special teams assistant for Joe Judge. Yeah, special teams and wide receiver coach. And then, yeah, with uh, Bruce Arians. Nah, Bruce Arians doesn't have any New England in him. Yes, he, he does. Yeah, he went from – I can tell you he did a whole bunch of college stuff, and then he broke into the NFL with the Indianapolis coach as quarterback coach, then Cleveland Browns, then Steelers, then, uh, then he changed the offensive coordinator at the Steelers and offensive coordinator at the Colts, then head coach for the Cardinals, and then head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He never – you know, he also did stuff coach? with uh, the New Orleans I'm sorry. Saints. Who, who's I'm sorry who's the Miami coach oh uh yeah you got your Florida I got you yeah I, I yeah it's the Miami coach it's still is Belichick I'm sorry my bad yeah 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 Miami Flores Flores yeah, that's right okay he's, he's check yeah he's got yeah yeah he started off as special teams over at New England and defense and safeties, a lot of defense. He was basically defense, uh, special teams, and worked his way into defense. And Miami. So he's doing well. Yep. Right. But yeah, so I guess you got you got Joe Judge over there. Yeah, so you got Joe Judge in in Miami. Yeah, and I I don't. I guess a lot of people are saying that now the uh, Giants are kind of turning their act around from what they were. Not that long ago, that they they are kind of starting to feel an identity 
that it, you know might go into being a better team overall next year. Of because course, they won four games, right? Because they won four games. Yes. Well, that's better than what they have been doing. Um, well, I love to be in the NFC East, wouldn't you, man? Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Patriots would have the best record in the division. Um, yeah, they're four and seven. Yeah. They're tied with football team for uh, best uh, record. Well, in the let, AFCs or okay. NFC. Sorry, go on. Let's Let's do a, a rejoinder to uh, the Miami game and what happened there from uh, the former coach of uh, New England. So, Jeff, tell me about the game. We were behind, and then we won. We were behind for a whole quarter, not a quarter, not even a quarter. We were down three points, and we, like, blew them out. It was a, it was a pretty boring game, actually. It was uh, – mm-hmm. The Dolphins, once again, did what they had to do to win the game. Fitzy threw for over 200. No interceptions. I couldn't believe it. And the defense had an interception and a couple fumbles. So, I mean, the defense is doing what they have to do to help out. Makes it a whole lot easier on the quarterbacks of those teams, you know? Yeah. What I do is, you know, half the season I play DraftKings. I put the $3 down. And so I can win maybe a million dollars. And if I get lucky, I'll win a million dollars. It's better odds than the lotto. So, uh, and, and, I, and, I, and I picked this lucky and, and I did Parker. And I, and I did very well by picking those two in my fantasy. So, good job, Miami. Yeah, Parker went for over 100 yards for the second time this season. Yeah. So. Uh, anything more in the game, guy? Any great flea flickers? It was basic football. That's all the Dolphins fans want to see. Okay. All right. Well, I know you got some flea flickers stuff to, uh, or at least some trick play information there, Mr. Buffalo. Well, no, it's pretty good because uh, we, we do a trick play or two once in a while. We, we you know, tossed it over to uh, – Beasley and he threw it to Davis and for a touchdown. We went from uh, 6-7 to uh, 14-6. And then after that, you know, um, and it was rear-room mirror for the other team. I mean, you know, there's no part in that game I thought we're going to lose. Even though uh, three straight drives in the fourth quarter, we turned it over. But our defense is finally coming to its own. It's picking up at the end of the year when it needs to. So we're stopping everything. I, we're doing really well. And, you know, the team we played, the Chargers are not a bad team. They really are a good team. They have a great quarterback. They have a great receiver. And Boza, man, that guy is scary. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of – the Pats might not have an automatic win coming up this weekend. But go on, though. I, I just wanted to say a uh, fear about that. Is Nick Bosa right, or is it yeah. his brother Nick? Okay. No, Nick Bosa, yeah. Yeah, his the brother guy, plays for the 49ers. Go on there, Paul. No, no, that's pretty much it. We, we, okay. you know, we played like I don't know, 60% of our ability of great. Um, we didn't play that. We, we played bad, but we still won, and we won by 10 points. So uh, you can't complain. 
So I don't think any of our three teams really lit it up this week as far as, oh, no, they're a good team. They played well. No, we, we had like icky games, but we all yeah. won. Well, we won the games we were supposed to win. That's what you're supposed to do. Win the game you're supposed to win. Yeah. I like how we're calling beating the Jets 20-3 to an icky win. That isn't icky win. <laughs> Darnold threw two interceptions. What do you do? Two interceptions and he threw for like 10 yards. I mean, you know, really, uh, in a Gore, Gore, a Buffalo Bill player last year. The guy's 50 years old, and he ran 82 yards. That was their best offense. That's it. So, 30, I mean, 30 years old, he's still playing. Yeah, his son is in college now, by the way, playing football. So, I mean, he comes out next year. They'll be both playing in NFL next year. So, dad's we'll have like the, the that would be great because it would be like the first like Griffies, like you know like the Griffies of the MLB. We'd have like that going on. I mean, you gotta get to the Jets. You know they don't have a coach next year. You, you know what they're doing. You know they got really, you know, the guy from Clemson uh, playing, and you know the guy from Clemson's like hating himself. <laughs> you know. His life is great now. He's probably got the best chicks looking world all around him and all stuff. He gets to do anything he wants. He's doing uh, beer pong and all that. But you know, he knows his life is over next year because he's going to the Jets. <sighs> anyway. <clears throat> yeah, well, that's the curse of being the number one draft pick. I've said it all season long on this podcast. Is It's like... It's like, yay, number one draft pick. Oh, but I'm going to a team that needs somebody like the most, like whoever's got the worst record and all this stuff. It's just like, I mean, I, I, I bet you, how many times have the Jets have had the number one draft pick up or bring that in for a stat next week? Because uh, I feel like they get a lot of shots at this and then blow it. Well, Baker Mayfield was a number one pick, and it's he's been on the ground for four years now. Cleveland's scary. Yeah, I mean, they're in the playoffs right now if the season ended. I mean, it took them a while. They're, they're number five right now. But yeah. keep in mind, keep in mind, um, Jim Kelly w- was drafted by the Buffalo Bills in 86. He refused to go to Buffalo because Buffalo was so bad. So he sat out two years playing for the Gamblers in uh, USFL because he's hated going to Buffalo that bad. So I didn't know that was a thing. So um, he, he could just, like, refuse to take the contract, and then he decided to go to Buffalo after two years because, like, he, legal, he was no, legally still, obligated to or something? Yeah, they still own his rights. That goes. Huh. Boy, you know, guess who owned the Houston Gamblers, by the way, Donald Trump. Oh, weird. Yeah. Yeah. So with, with, I mean, they're saying that Lawrence is going to be the number one pick. Does the quarterback make that much difference in his first one or two years? I mean, you still have to build around that that quarterback. I don't know. Ask so, him. Yeah. Could he go to the Jets and like say, okay, we're going to suck for a couple of years, but you don't need to build me up, you know, or do you do the two-way thing, let him sit for a couple games, 
Or do you do the Rodgers thing and make him sit behind Brett Flar for a season and a half before you play him? Four years sat behind Brett. Four years, yeah. So, I mean, there's not like a perfect recipe on how these guys end up performing, you know. And then you got Mahomes who just came out of the gate like rocking it, you know. Well, he sat behind, uh, what's his face, for a year? A year, yeah. A year. Yeah. And then, so, and then went to the Super Bowl, so. Yeah. I don't know. You guys want to do some game picks for next week? I think if I was Lawrence, I would perform very badly at the Combine. <laughs> <laughs> or not even show up, you know? Just do a kegger. So, probably get number yeah, one. I'm not throwing. I'm not running. <laughs> oh. Let me drop in the draft a couple picks. I don't care, you know. It's only going to cost me a couple million. Yeah, well, the, as long as Houston keeps on winning, um, you know, your your uh, number one is going away a little bit. For people who don't know, uh, Miami holds Houston's number one draft pick. This is true. This is true. So keep keep winning. We don't need a quarterback. We have two quarterbacks. I think you think Fitz going to be there next year. I think he's going to be there. I don't think they're going to get rid of him. I don't know. He likes warm weather and his nine kids. Remember, remember a guy named Matt Moore, the backup for the Dolphins. Matt he Moore. For like, he was like there for like six or seven years. Yeah. And he always performed when he had to. He was the highest backup in the NFL. They wouldn't <laughs> let him go. Didn't he go to after that? Who was I can't remember who they had after that. Yeah. Then he went and played two games in the playoffs and they he won one and then lost one. Yeah. Yeah. Underestimate the value of backup quarterback. Oh, ask Frank Reich, Kukai. Anyway. Just go back two years ago and you got uh, or I guess three years ago now and you got um, Nick. Nick Foles, yep. Ask Tom, ask Tom Brady, ask Belichick. Oh, he yeah, you're right. <laughs> back up. All right, guys. Dun, dun, dun. We got the path at the Chargers. The line is minus one. It was now, minus one against the Pats? Against the Pats. Oh. That's pretty good. Yeah, I know. That's one of those things where it's like they're giving no room for um, me to discuss. You know, I've heard complaints that our our, our calls are too close, but then whenever I hear Vegas odds, they're never really above 14-point spreads. You know, so it's like I I don't think that we're that ridiculous to give sometimes a three-point game or a – or a seven-point game. I, I don't think we're being too close in our, our calls on the games. Um, with this one, well, I'm going to say, I'm going to call it, um, you know, I'm going to say 24-27 uh, Patriots. Where I'm going with that, is the uh, they're gonna win it 
as time expires again with a field goal. Well, they'll keep that going. They seem to like that vibe in November. Maybe they'll start off December doing the same stunt that they did twice in the past month. Jeff? I say the Chargers beat themselves once again. Yeah, let's keep it, Coach. Okay. Uh, it'll be it'll be under seven points, and they're going to blow it at the end again. And the Patriots will take advantage of it. It's going to be like 24-21. So you Pat, think they'll have a good defense. They really do. And what they did to uh, Arizona is they contained Murray. You know Murray only ran it five times because he was hurt. But they contained him. They, they held him off. You can do the same thing for Herbert, but Herbert's not a scrambler runner. So he's pretty much a, a chucker. So I'm going to say it's going to be 24 to 14. I think they're going to beat New England. I, I do. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, we just we just played them. So I, I know how they are. And I, and I know you. If, you, you, if you can't throw points up, you can't throw points up. You can't. Not with your quarterback right now. Yeah, it's a problem. No, that that's the biggest problem with the Patriots right now and uh, some stupid throws. Uh, by the way, Joey Bosa is the Bosa that's on the Chargers. Nick Bosa is the yeah. one that's up in there. I just f- figured that one out, so I don't want to spread min- misinformation. Uh, and so you think Anthony Lynn is stupid, though? You called him stupid. He basically made some bad choices um, in the game against the Bills. So okay, I don't see that improving. Okay, no, I was just curious. One of those, you just, you know, we'll put that out there on the twitters. Paul Garrett and Anthony Lynn is no, stupid. No, no, I, I'm gonna have a bunch of yeah, no. <laughs> no you're okay after. Yeah, because we're that big. <laughs> yeah. I'm no, we're small enough to probably get away with that. If I burst up my house, I'm not, you know, come on. I'll just tell him I live where you live. Yeah. <laughs> Paul's over there. Oh, yeah. Well, one thing that helps is that you can tell him that because it's an audio podcast. <laughs> they won't know the difference. Yeah, oh, Jeff throws the picture out there. Okay. Anyway. Oh, yeah, there is that picture yeah, on the Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah, it's Facebook slash AFC East NAFCO, I believe, right? Thank you. Yep, AFC East NAFCO. Facebook.com slash AFC NAFCO if you want to. Check us out. All right, but yeah, so I agree. I th- I, I agree, but I, I, I think it's going to be a close game. I agree with the spread that it's close. Um, I'm just saying the Patriots seem to just kick these balls through as time expires kind of regularly now. Yeah. They don't even have a great kicker. They just do it. Yeah, he's he's in uh, Nashville now, so. He's a what? <sighs> He's in Nashville, you great kicker. Your oh. Pro Bowl kicker, field goal oh, kicker. Oh, oh, oh! You're no. talking about, yeah, you're talking about uh, Goskowski. Yeah, he's uh, no, he's he's uh, he's with the Titans. Yeah. 
Nashville. Oh, Nashville. Oh, I misheard you. I thought you said national. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's my Florida accent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, well, anyway, your thoughts on this game, Jeff? You talk about the Chargers game? Yeah, or the Patriots game, however you want to put it. It's going to be 24-21, and uh, the Pats are going to win. But really, it's not they're going to win. It's just the Chargers are going to shoot themselves in the foot again. Do you think those three points are going to come as time expires with a field goal? It's going to come down to the last two minutes of the game. Okay. I think the Patriots might have the lead, and I think the Chargers might have a chance to win the game, but I think they're going to end up blowing it somehow. This seems to be their their fighting call right now. They, they lose all the games by less than seven points in the fourth quarter. All right. Well, let's talk about the Jets playing the Raiders at the Jets. The um, Seven and a half. Yeah, I think that's generous. I'm thinking the, the Raiders at least are going to get 10 on top of the Jets, if not more. Um, I mean, I guess I could even go 10 to 21, 10 to 21 Raiders. You know, the Jets put up, what, uh, 28 points or something like that previous week? Last week they put up three points against the Dolphins. The Dolphins have had three points, yeah. You no, know, I'm talking about the week before that. Ouchie. Let me pull it up. Okay, they pulled up, put up, yeah, 27 points. No, well, 28 points against the Chargers. And they put up 27 points against the Pats. So, so can- yeah. Yeah, that was, that was when Flacco was feeling the fire. All right. I, I think the Raiders are going to beat the crap out of them, just like you guys do. So I don't think the, I don't think the Jets will get ten points out of the game. So for above and top of ten points, and that's what the Raiders would do. Yeah, well, I give them a eleven for a little cherry on top. What's All your right. thoughts? What's your thoughts, Jeff? I think it's going to be a blowout game. It's going to be like 28 to 3. Well, because, yeah, there were sacrificial lambs uh, at Atlanta, the Raiders were. So, I mean, just, they're going to come back big. So. Yeah. Carr's doing a good job out there. So is Groot. Yep. All right. They're, they're almost a playoff team. Almost. So, I think, you know, good things for them. All right, we got the Miami playing who? Bengals? Really? The, the Bengals. Is, the line is 11 and a half. Yeah, and Joe Burrow's out. Yeah. Yeah, who's the backup? I don't even know who the backup is for. I'll look this up real quick because, yeah, Bengals. AJ McCarron. He's not bad. He was a Buffalo Bills backup. It was Alabama boy, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's got a hot girlfriend or hot wife. He's got a he's hot a wife. And she is hot. 
So let's make this closer because we got one. Well, did you guys ever see the clip where the announcers were like, wow, look at that girl. That's his girlfriend. Wow, go be a quarterback at Alabama. Look at her. And, like, it, it's an actual clip on the Internet where people, like, well, they clipped it. And because uh, it, it's it's titled on YouTube, announcer goes crazy over quarterback's girlfriend. Yeah, th- I remember that, actually, when he was in college. I remember that. Uh, I'm all for it, man. <laughs> Do you know? So let's go make it uh, le- uh, six and a half because of his girlfriend. And I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we could say eleven and a half. That's that's what she is. She's not ten. She's eleven and a half. But anyway, no, no. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, that I, wasn't a point I, spread, Paul. You were looking at the rating of, of his girlfriend. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. You got it. No, no. I'm I'm looking forward to the game. It's not gonna be a walk away. Um, for for Miami. Um, if Fitz playing, they'll win. Uh, if Tua plays, they won't. So. But Fitz will play, right? Right, Jeff? They haven't decided yet. They're still saying two is the quarterback if he's healthy. Really? Yeah. Oh. Two won't throw over 200 yards. You can't do that again, Cincinnati. No, I think the Dolphins win this game. As long as they do what they've been doing with defense, special teams. I mean, it might be a close game. But the Dolphins are putting up some points now. So we're going to stick around 28 for the Dolphins, and the Bengals will probably get 14, 28-14 Dolphins. I really wish Burrow was playing because he was one of these high draft picks also. He was the high draft pick. And I wish Tua was playing so we could watch these two go at it from a quarterback perspective. That's true. No, I like your numbers. No, that's fine. Um, you know, since his defense is not really that great, so you know, I'll, I'll go with that. So let me just throw this in there: the um, Dolphins Chiefs game the following week is going to be moved to prime time, and we are going to have Jim Nance and Tony Romo calling that game. No, that's the kiss of death, man. Every time Romo does a Bills game, Buffalo loses. So <laughs> he don't want to do that. So, no Romo. So. I mean, I really don't have the expectation of us beating the Chiefs anyways. So. All right. Well, you're, you just got moved on the 26th to primetime on Saturday, right? Uh, let me pull that one up. Is that going to be oh, primetime? Yeah. 8-15 against the Raiders, yep. Yeah. That'll be a game, man. No, that's good. You got flexed. Buffalo got flexed the week before because uh, to the from the what's that Denver game. But anyway, that's yeah, gonna yeah. be it's gonna be a fun schedule going out, man. Bengals, Chiefs, Patriots, Raiders, Bills. I mean, yeah, it's gonna be gonna be fun to watch. It is. Okay, our last game. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. I haven't done anything on, on, on the Bengals-Dolphins. So, first of all, Agent McCarron's wife's name is Catherine Webb. You can find her on Wikipedia. She's got her own Wikipedia account. And uh, 
A lot of history there with pageantry and everything. She's got brunette hair, blue eyes. She was Miss Georgia for 2008, and she was Miss Alabama in 2012, and she was Miss USA top 20 of 10 of the Miss USA pageant in 2012. So the best stats we said you've said all night. Yes. You so, just told me the best stats. Awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. So, okay. So, Catherine Webb, look her up. But then, uh, so here's the uh, biggest thing here, though. Well, that. But um, I think that the Dol- Dolphins, I agree, Dolphins will win. I, I just don't see it any other way here. Uh, I'm thinking, <laughs> like, 10-21. That's what I'm thinking. I'm going 10-21 again. Look at me. I think the Bengals might be able to put something up, but it's not going to be fantastic. And I think that, yeah, I, I, I 10-21. There's my score. Very good. Very, very good. So we got one more game left. What do you guys think? So that's Bills at 49ers. Yep. And they're playing Monday Night Football. So we won't have this uh, in the for next right now. For right now, okay. Well, if it's still Monday night, we're not going to have it on the next podcast. But so we're going to be – this is one of those Monday night games where we're hyping it up twice. Um, just because we're have on Monday evenings. The Bills are favorite two, two and a half. Yeah, so. well, the 49ers are all banged up. Uh, I've said this all – Season one, ever since about week week three, the 49ers are not the NFC Championship reigning 49ers that we knew last year. Um, I, I think number one tight end, they're missing their quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking like 721. I think the Bills can outmuscle their stuff. I mean, this. They're missing George Kittle. Yeah, like I said, yeah. George Kittle and Garoppolo. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm thinking they, they got a little bit. Of, if they still got Mozart on the field, they got a little bit of ground game. Maybe they could put up something, you know. So that, I'll, I'll give them seven there. And the Bills, I think, is a minimum of 21. Yep. Uh, all right. I hate Monday night games. Uh, I hate four o'clock games because you can't get your drink on until uh, I don't know. Get away all day to actually have a cocktail. Um, <laughs> then you got Monday night, and, and hell, you have to be what, what ends at what midnight? You know, on the West Coast. I, I mean, what do you do? I, I mean, you can't really do a really good game like a one o'clock game. What do you guys think about that? I actually kind of like the later games for the drinking um, because I do not do well with drinking at one o'clock because then by by nine p.m. I'm like ready to pass out right after the game. Then you you got Sunday night football. You're good. uh, All right, okay, young Padawan. That's just not how I drink. I I drink like. Like thanks like Friday night I was like after my third bottle of wine I was done, you know. I mean like there's just a point where I have to have to end it, but like I don't 
I, I don't like just have one or two drinks. It's always like, you know, the 12 pack. So that's why I like the later games. Cause then I can just drink that 12 pack and like, I'm still drinking after the game's done, obviously. And then I eventually just pass out. Well, all right. You, you need to work that out. I, I, Jeff, what's your. <laughs> um, this is a tough, it's not a tough one to call. I need some help. I need some help, 49ers. I need a little bit of help. No, I'm talking about the drinking, Jeff. Oh, the drinking? Yeah. He was saying he needs help. I, I drink every day that ends <laughs> in one. That ends in one? Ends in Y. Yeah. Oh, I got you. So, I mean, when do you start drinking at a 1 o'clock game? Then when do you start drinking at a 4 o'clock game? When do you start drinking at a Monday night football game? I mean, you know, the, the, these are – I mean, you've got church involved. you got all these things going on. you got family and women and stuff. And just, you know, there's planning you have to do yeah. on these games and the different times. And I, I, I just love to have every single game start at 1 o'clock. None of this night stuff. It just, you know, you can – Whatever, then take the nap. Just yeah, nap. I love the night. I love the night game, so I do. Especially if I'm invested in it. All right. I'm, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call this a close one. I need an upset. I keep on calling an upset. And I need one. Cause my Dolphins need some help. It is. I'm it is the West Coast. It is in the West Coast. It's in Arizona. Those would be tired. Why? Because we get an extra day to practice. Yeah, I mean, I need an Arizona again. I need an Arizona game. I need a, a touchdown at the end by the 49ers. They can bring back, bring back Montana or uh, Young. You know, somebody, you know, I don't know. Bring back someone from the past to help them out. It's going to be like 28 to 24 49ers. Huh. Well, I gotta get. I have to get one right one week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the ends in Y. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Very good. Okay. Yeah, this, well, how about our how about our Pittsburghs tomorrow? Pittsburgh. Well, are On they Wednesday. playing tomorrow or Wednesday? Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. Well. Yeah, we already covered it last week. I think it's going to be somewhat close, but I think I do still think the Steelers will remain on top. They they won in Baltimore the previous week, um, or previous meetup rather, and I, I just don't think the Ravens are going to have what it takes to beat the Steelers on the second matchup, especially now they have to play them away. Um, well, so I'm going with 28-21 Steelers. All right, understand this though. Um, the NFL canceled all teams and closed all facilities until Wednesday morning. So they're closed today and they're closed tomorrow. Yeah, so they had no all practice. week to practice. Yeah, but they had all week to practice that matchup. It was supposed to be last Thursday night, and then they they bumped it up to Sunday. So they've been practicing all this time, and now they've bumped it back another week. It's just more time to prep. Well, you, uh, you've, had, you've had two Pittsburgh Steelers uh, on COVID from Friday. 
So also, so their facility's been closed from that point on. Also, so yeah, the game was supposed to happen Thursday. Okay. You know, so their prep work was already happened. I agree with you, by the way. So I'm just, you know, devil's yeah. advocate. Yeah, no, I get you. Well, I'm making the point. Yeah, yeah. So you're playing devil's advocate. I'm making making the statement there. All right, guys. So, okay. Well, the Steelers, our, oh, yeah, the go Steelers on. beat them the first game, November 1st. They beat them by four, 28-24. Before that, the Ravens won, last, uh, won both games last year. So... There is no Lamar Jackson. No Lamar Jackson, a.k.a. Murray. Same thing. So, wrong game, gone. Paul, your Bills are the only ones they really have to worry about. All right. Their schedule is like nothing. Well, okay. Well, you know, we know where the home game is in the playoffs, right? So, that's, but we'll see what happens. We're not going to catch them. We're not going to catch KC. So by the end of the year, but we'll we'll see them in the playoffs, just like uh, Miami might see them. So, anyway, what else you guys got? Just more pictures of Catherine Webb. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. I'm, okay. Uh, all right. Do a good song. Nice rejoinder. Nice end. Yeah, you, you already picked one. But let, let's – uh. well, we'll end the show here. This has been the NAFCO AFC's podcast. Uh, our sponsors is Dakota, the Dubois Area Council on the Arts, and West PA Systems, your 21st century electrical build contractor. Uh-huh.